this is the Warrior Women podcast, thought-provoking, inspiring and feel-good events for women. In our intro episode, we talk about the backstory to Warrior Women, including the name. We talk about what feminism means to us. We obviously talk about the Spice Girls and we have a general conversation about why we think female-only events are so important. And this is the first ever podcast that I have ever recorded so and we're sitting in my little office and it's raining outside it's actually torrential weather and I've come to Amy's house and I've got a lemon tea and I asked for a snack and she's given me some sunflower seeds (laughs) because Charlie can only eat gluten-free stuff (laughs) but if anyone's ever known how hard they are to eat so yeah that's basically our rock and roll Friday (laughs) So this episode, our first episode, we wanted to talk about female-only events and why we set them up, and we wanted to talk about what feminism means to us. But should we talk a bit about what Warrior Events is and why we set it up? Yes, definitely. Um, I can't believe it was two years ago that we started. And when we first started, we were running them once every three months, which is crazy. And, and we, we used to have the to, curry. And we used to have the curry. Yeah, which and is really nice. They're just so different now. They're the same, but they're different. Yeah. They've like come along a lot. But they've got the same vibe and the same ethos to them, haven't they? Because they're still all about celebrating women. But yeah, when we started, we used to really struggle to sell tickets and things, didn't we? And then I think now... We sell out really quickly, but I think that is like a real insight into how many people actually want female-only events. Yeah, definitely. And that people are really understanding the whole point of them and really want to get behind women and they really want to celebrate women, which is amazing if you think about it. And that's in the, like, two years. Yeah. So it was followed the same format and stuff. When we first started... And when Charlie came on board and stuff, I just used to get up, it's really embarrassing now, I just used to get up and be like, hello, my name's Amy, okay? And just like, and Charlie would be like, you forgot to say about... Um, no, I remember the, the first time and I said, do you know what you're going to say? You're about to stand up in front of a room full of people that had come along to this event. And I was like, do you know what you're going to say? Yeah, like she was just literally going to get up there and just wing it, which is amazing in itself, and I always admire that. However, as a control freak and someone that has to plan everything, no, so good. I said, all right, you need to make sure you say this, 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 and yeah, this. And handing me a bit of and paper. Then, no, and then you started scribbling it down on the side <laughs> of, like, the corner of a paper, and I was like, right, give me a piece of paper. It's the first time I sent you up with some proper notes, and then afterwards she was like... Oh, it was much better having notes. It's <laughs> better knowing what I was going to say. We sort of both started it as like a passion project and didn't really have any expectations or... No. Sort of, it's only this year nothing. that we've sat down and done like strategic stuff and thought... What like, we want to get out of it. What we want to get out of it and, and stuff, which is really... Yeah. Bad. And these two years have absolutely gone in a blink of an eye. And you've had a like a baby. You were like yes. pregnant. You've only ever missed one. I know. The self-love one last year because you were giving birth, which is fair enough. (laughs) Good enough reason. I'm sure you were, like, going to come as well or something. No, I remember. (laughs) Amy's got got two kids and 
while I was naive and pregnant, I was said, but I'll only probably just miss like one of the events or something. And I just thought Amy was like, well, why don't you just wait and see how I you feel? feel? And then you can decide. And then I think like after birth, I was like, oh, I might need a bit longer off. <laughs> Which was fine. Yeah. And that was like something that was really important to us as well is like to include mothers, to include non-mothers, to include business women you do like a nine to five job and that seemed to sort of be missed out in events. It was only events seemed to be aimed at self-employed people. So we just wanted something that was for everyone. And, and different. Was, yeah, and real like meaning behind it, wasn't it? So everything yeah. we did, we tried to do like meaning behind. And do you know what I just had like a flashback to? One of our like earlier ones in Little Coffee Man and that man outside. <laughs> there was like a drunk man outside and he was really drunk. Well, that venue um, was like being in a fishbowl. Yeah, it, it was a really yeah. good venue, but yeah. the whole one side of the room was glass. Yeah. So you could see it. So every time people walked past, they would look in yeah. and they would just see a room full of women and someone stood there and they just would be like, what the hell is going on in that room? And the speaker was just dealt with it so well. And then this one time, yeah, this guy came and he was, eating and he was drunk and he just stood there staring <laughs> at laughing. us through the window and he was pointing and laughing and it was... We had this really amazing speaker yeah. who was talking about women's rights and it was this really important topic and it was just kind of quite ironic well. really that yeah. this guy was there laughing yeah. and pointing. But yeah. yeah. And that is like like it just feels like such a nice safe space, doesn't it? And I'm not yeah. sure because we we never meant for it to be female only I mean I don't think we ever thought oh no man no blah blah but because everything we wanted it to be celebrating women and we wanted to make sure it was female speaker panel that was like really important to us and something about bringing women together but I don't think we like actively thought no men no and it was never about it being not welcoming to men or that no. we hate men. No, because that's not what it's about at all. We never really Mention. talk about men in no. that. That's not what it's about in the slightest. It's just about celebrating women and their journeys. Mm. And it's quite amazing that we actually get like such variety of women in the room, which is what we wanted. We wanted it to be all women so that everyone could take whatever they wanted from it. It doesn't matter if you're, like, interested in that subject, but you can appreciate a journey that someone has been on and the experiences that they've had, and that's up to you what you do with that information that they give you. And it's, like, you taking something out of that, but thinking, oh, well, if that person's been through that and they've managed to, like, set up their own business or they've suffered with mental health, but they managed to do whatever they've done, and it's sort yeah. of, like that sort of pushing you forward to do whatever you want to do and stuff. Yeah. When I think back, it is amazing to see how far they've come and and all of the variety of speakers that we've had. I mean, they are just all incredible to get up there and share their journeys. And we're lucky that obviously, because we run them, we're at every single Mm -hmm. one. So we've been able to listen to all of these women and their amazing journeys and like I personally have learned so much over the last two years yeah it has been amazing and this is really nice because I guess we've probably not sat down and been able to 
Like occasionally we do, but being it's able so to talk go about go like all this. the time, isn't yeah. it? It's like one event's done, we're like on to the next yeah. one. Like, what else can we do? How else can we branch out? Mm. How else can we make the most of and all the next topic and the next yeah, and how and, we yeah. can empower more people? Mm. So to sit down actually and reflect on it is really nice. Yeah, it is. So we wanted to talk about as well about what feminism means to us and yes. discuss about that. We've never ever mentioned the word feminism at our events. That word has never even been said. Uh, probably by the speakers it has, yeah. but not by us. So, And we never mention men and we never mention the word feminist. It's been like a real eye-opener for both of us. So I knew that I was a feminist, but it's sort of what a feminist was when we were growing up is really, really different, I think, to what a feminist is now. 100%. It's such a interesting topic that we've only really started to like it's really been on our radar probably the last year or so just how controversial that word is yeah and we are feminists and everyone should be feminists because men as well men as well because it is to us or to me and I think probably you as well is it literally is just about celebrating women and supporting women but yeah it's got this real stigma Stigma and like really negative yeah attached to it which even I just hear since obviously we've worked with worry women and I say that we run worry women events even like to some of my friends and things it's like they just see it as this kind of like really angry group of women who are getting together and I guess the name no. doesn't help us sometimes because we went through a whole rebranding exercise where we thought shall we do something about the name because people thought it was either an exercise group or we get really like re- quite recently actually had like funny reactions to worry women and we went through a whole branding exercise where we tried to come up with different names and stuff and just what that, sh- what it brought us back to was actually that we really love the name and stuff and that it means so much to us now. But it does, yeah, it encompasses what we are mm. and what the message that we're trying to get out is that all women are warriors and they all have their day-to-day challenges in however big, however small. We're all warriors and I don't think there was anything that we came up with that kind of reflected that quite as strongly as Mm. warrior women but yeah we do still get funny reactions to it like oh that's intimidating but then we're so far from that the events are nothing to do with that they really are just all about celebrating women and it's just as simple as that and like so that women so that we're giving women a platform for others to share for women to share their journeys and for others to learn from what is intimidating about that nothing really and it's and we always say about like the worry women bubble and it's so supportive so even like we're nervous every time sort of getting up and even just doing the intro so we know how nervous the speakers are because they'll tell us when we sort of speak to them and stuff but there's just something really supportive about the crowd you feel like they're just everyone's behind everyone there's no like definitely hoping people fail or whatever it's just like a really supportive yeah like network of people and stuff but that feminist word is going through like an interesting time I think now because slowly people are 
appreciating that you can be a feminist and wear pink, watch Love Island, like men. Yeah, and like men. Yeah. Like, you know, all these things that don't necessarily go hand and in hand. And you can be a man and be a feminist. And you so. can be a man and be a feminist. So... Did you hear them chatting about it on Love Island the other week, like Ched and stuff? So if you don't watch Love Island, Ched is like this massive unit of a guy. And he was like saying, oh, so do you guys think you're a feminist? And he was like, oh, I'm a feminist. And and one of them couldn't say the word feminist. It was like, and they were all like ripping him. And then he was like, to me, like a feminist means that I'm a feminist because I believe that men and women should be equal and stuff. And they were having like a really nice, like yeah. serious chat about it. And I thought that was like brilliant. This That massive, is amazing. Like he's an absolute unit. And on something like that. Yeah. And I just thought that goes to show like yeah. how... And what were you saying about that podcast that you listened to and the Danny from Love Island? Oh, yeah, so there's a podcast, Feminists Can Wear Pink, and Danny from Love Island was on it, who was talking about how she was a feminist. And so what I've realised through running the events as well is that I always knew I was a feminist and I always knew that I supported women, but the events have shown taught me just how much of a feminist I am and have taught me so much about feminism mm. and made me see it from like a completely different way. Probably when I went into the events, I wanted to support women and that's why I wanted to run the events. And I wanted to learn from them, but I probably had that little bit of stigma attached to it myself. When I look back, like the last two years have definitely changed me. Like now I'm like, you know, fully out there feminist, like would happily talk about it till like the cows come home and stuff. And even the subjects we cover. So like I remember you'd be like, oh, I'm not sure about that one. I'm like, come on, let's just go and have to relax it. Whereas now we mainly like agree on the subjects and stuff. And just think, yeah, let's go for it. Yeah. Rather than like tiptoeing around it and stuff. Yeah. And I mean, the speakers that we've had are just incredible. Like, they've just taught me so much as well in that just the day-to-day challenges that women face and, like, what they have to overcome and conquer and whether it's postnatal depression or whether it's, like, mental health or whether they had a really rough upbringing or whether they didn't have, like, the opportunities that, like, people have growing up and that they've managed to achieve and conquer all of these things. Yeah. It's just amazing to like listen to them all, and I always feel very inspired. Yeah, at the end, always. Yeah, and like I always feel like really good and stuff about and like faith in humanity restored with everything like going on and stuff. Yeah, it's so nice. And I just wanted to talk about as well. So we're like going back a bit now, but we were talking about like feminists being that we hate men, and that like wasn't something that even came on our radar at all so I'm raising two boys you're raising a boy you've got a husband I've got a partner we absolutely don't hate men and it feels like something that you've like got to say or almost like feels wrong when someone's talking about feminism and they put men down and stuff and I was like in a training workshop the other day and the guy in the workshop said that he said the thing about like equality or like trying to readdress a balance imbalance is that by like uplifting 
a certain group of people, it feels like the other group of people are being like downtrodden or put down. And I thought that yeah. was like really interesting that that, that is that, so interesting. Yeah, when you try and readdress it's about uplifting. And people, I really believe that. Yeah. Like it is getting the balance. Mm-hmm. And like men are men need to come on the journey with us because yeah. They, looking in at the issues that women face, you look at society today and you think, but you are equal, like, everything is fine. You have women in up the like, career ladder, you've got women on boards, you've got women in, like, high roles and stuff like that. But, so on the outset, it kind of looks like we are equal, but we're not, we're not mm. there yet, and there is still this massive gap. So men need to understand that and they need to come on the journey with us yeah as opposed to us just trying it ourselves yeah trying trying to to like push it it through and to like you said then create this bigger gap yeah and like the best that's the best thing that men can do is just like you know we've got like a really cool sponsor called blue stag and that is like the most masculine name ever and it's like run by a guy and stuff like that but he just really gets what we're doing and really wants to like get behind it and he's got women on his workforce and stuff like that and so he just wants to really get behind it and that's what we need is like just men like understanding that feminism is about them too and it's about them getting on board with it and stuff and I think as well that's why it is important for our events to be aimed at females Mm. and to be female only because we really tackle and the conversations that happen are obviously really female focused but it is a safe environment that women who do come to them feel like they can talk about certain subjects that we need to address and we need to empower women so that they can go out into the world and feel like they've got the confidence and motivation to drive themselves forward and work or in their life which will help bridge that gap. Yeah. I don't know if it would work. We've had this conversation loads of times. Mm. If it would work if we did have men in the room. Yeah. But that, again, it doesn't mean that we really dislike men. No. And then it doesn't mean that we don't think men would understand. Mm. But this is what we think would help the situation. Yeah, and when we do have the discussion around it, we always say... If there was, like, so the mental health subject with men is, like, should be discussed so much more than it is. Like, the way women discuss mental health and stuff and the way men discuss it. But we know, like, suicide is, like, the biggest killer in men and stuff. So if there was, like, a male-only mental health event, I don't think we'd be looking at it thinking, oh, why can't women go to that? And No. Because we talk about mental health a lot more yeah. and stuff. And that is more yeah. of an issue that needs to be addressed and rebalanced yeah. and stuff. So I think when we discuss it, we always go back to some like a scenario like that yeah. that sort of fits around like mental health and stuff. Yeah. Because on the Brits, like um, Paloma Faith, she sort of oh, went... yeah. Yeah. So she got up to give an award for... Or do the nominations for the male category and she sort of made a comment about or oh, the underrated or like whatever it was about men... I just felt like it made me feel really uncomfortable and really yeah. like, oh, why did she do that? Cause yeah, because just... I don't think that's helping. No. That's not helping. That's bridging that gap. Yeah. Like, fair enough, using your platform when you've won an award or something to say, oh, I think not this is... Not bridging the gap. Yeah. I mean, 
pushing that gap, isn't it? Yeah. No, I think bridging the gap is the right one. <laughs> but, yeah, and I just think that's, like, the wrong way to go about feminism, in my opinion. Yeah. Is to, like, when you have an opportunity... Because that's just going to make men pissed off as well. And, like, although there's going to be stuff discussed that's going to make them pissed off, but that's almost, like, antagonising and stuff, and it just made me feel, like, yeah. really uncomfortable. yeah. But when we were growing up, the sort of feminists around us, I can't remember any, like, really good when we were growing up. So was... I think they were in a different way. So in the public, you had, obviously, the Spice Girls, who were, like, the ones that stick out in my mind yeah. for being... Girl power. You know, really girl power and kind of breaking out of that norm of what, girls should look like and should dress like because there was obviously like your pop stars and stuff was still kind of quite tame Mm. and then they came out and they're like for me the like first kind of feminists that really stick out yeah I think there are obviously there's ones in the past that were feminists in their own way who were like Marilyn Monroe Mm. and like ones that just kind of were breaking the mould. They might not be super extreme, but they were kind of starting to... Yeah, starting to plant seeds and stuff like that. Yeah, but I think Spice Girls, for me, were kind of, like, those role models that were really, like, flying the flag for, like, obviously girl power and stuff. You know, like, things like Jerry, you know, pinching Prince Charles's Um. bum... And, like, it is crazy when you think about it, but it's, like, going back to, well, that's because, besides the fact it was Prince Charles, but obviously it's kind of, like, that's not how a woman should behave. So, and she was kind of, like, but why not? Yeah, So, And they were also different as well and had their individual, like, ways to show how they were... They were confident and they didn't care. Yeah, made their voices heard. As opposed to, like, that's how a female should behave. Yeah. I think now there's so many amazing role models and it's obviously such a different, like, world now. Yeah, Um, there's so many for, like, young people now. There's so many sports people, even people like Taylor Swift, who... Yeah. If you you watch that, have you seen the documentary? Oh, my God, it was so good. Yeah. I loved it. What she was saying about her PR people saying... Don't talk about politics, don't yeah. talk about anything, like, to do with, any, you know, any sort of interest or don't say anything about being a feminist or anything like yeah. that. And then after a while, she was like, I've just got a... Yeah. I've got, like, a really good platform to make a difference to loads of women's lives. I need to use that platform and stuff. Yeah, so, I loved it at the end when she was being interviewed on the sofa and she apologised oh, and yeah. she was like, why have I, I apologised? It's... Yeah. Apologising for speaking my mind in my house that I've paid for because of the songs that I wrote yeah. and the money that I've made. I thought that's such a like female quality to mm-hmm. kind of still, even though she's like flying the flag for feminism, she's written just written a song now which she wrote, produced, directed the video, and the video she plays the man, she's screaming like female empowerment and stuff. But even her, she then has this trait of, like, apologising for speaking her mind and stuff like that, 
which is really interesting. Yeah, and like even some of the subjects that we've like covered, like the many when like springs to mind, there was like a lot of discussion like going on in the room and stuff, like outside of the speakers. And they were all saying about like, I just never discuss, like I don't have like a WhatsApp group and I wouldn't have a, like talking about money, like we're talking about everything else. But in my girls' like WhatsApp group, we're not talking about money and stuff. I wouldn't have a clue how much everyone yeah. earns, and you know, we just never like talk about it, never gets like discussed or anything. And then one of the speakers and stuff were saying that women are the least likely to invest. And they're... three out of four. Well, it was Michelle from Wealthify. So that Michelle runs an investment bank. Yeah. Yeah. Investment bank, yeah. Investment bank. And she's incredible, such an intelligent lady. And of the people that take stocks and shares in her company, it's three out of four are men. And yeah. women just aren't doing it. Yeah, and that was, like, so interesting. And, and I didn't, like, loads of... I didn't even know. I thought, yeah, I had this idea about investment and stuff, and she's just made it really accessible and stuff. And it's, like, even how, like, money is, like, seen as, like, super masculine thing. And even for men, they were talking about how, like, some of their, like, husbands or, like, partners might stay at home and look after the baby and stuff. That was seen as, like, a really unmasculine thing to do. Um, Like, women are trying to, therefore, like, be mums, go out and be breadwinners, also set up, like, a side hustle, also be, like, all of these things to all of these people because the money is still seen as, like, a really masculine thing that's, yeah. like, not... And the balance isn't, like, getting anywhere near what it should be and stuff. I found that one, like, really interesting. And I loved all the discussion yeah. around money and stuff. I loved yeah. that one. It was such a fascinating again. subject, women's relationship with money, like you said. Yeah, that was really interesting, that money one. And we really want to do, like, other subjects like that well, I think that really showed the like lack of understanding in certain areas of money from like, well, women's understanding. And like, there's certain things there that we need to know. And that's a subject that we need to try and yeah. explore a bit more so that more women understand because it's such an important skill, it's such a useful skill in whatever like way you look at within the money subject. Yeah. And there's just so much more we could do with it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, if you had to sum up what feminism means to you in a sentence, what would you say? Feminism to me is celebrating and supporting women. You just saw my answer. (laughs) 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 Just read it off the path, I'm joking. No, yeah, it's the same for me, it's about celebrating. (laughs) What did you you say? (laughs) Celebrating (laughs) and supporting women. Yeah. Because really... It's all about empowering women and it's empowering women so that they can do whatever it is that they want to do. They've got the confidence and the motivation and, yeah, really the confidence to go out and do whatever it is that they want to do. And see that other women have done it and, like, you know, whatever they're planning on doing or whatever they've been through, another woman has done that and been there and can share their story about it and there's some sort of, like, amazing way of celebrating women to know that you're like not alone and yeah that there's like that empowerment that you can take from it and stuff yeah. I think and I think from our events as well is that and I can see the postcards that we did it stuck on your pin board and it really 
is so true. So mm. it says when women support each other, incredible things happen. Yeah. And that to me is just exactly what our events are about. And it really is just women supporting each other. And we have people who message us who from our events have made a connection and because of that they've been able to go on and do something else or it's made them feel good in a certain way and that knock-on effect yeah. then is amazing and that's exactly what we've tried to yeah, tried and, to do. And being like confident in saying I'm a feminist and stuff without... So we both read this book by Chaman Manda and it's called We Should All Be Feminists so what she said whenever she always has to give like a caveat to I'm a feminist but I'm also happy I'm a feminist and I don't hate men and I'm a feminist and I'm not angry and I'm a feminist and I like to wear lip gloss and then in the end she says my own definition of a feminist is a man or a woman who says yes there's a problem with gender as it is today and we must fix it we must do better for all of us, women and men, must do better. And like, if anyone's not read that, they should. Cause it's oh, it's amazing. And this also, you can watch the TED oh, Talk. Oh, yeah, that's good. If you don't have time to read it. Yeah. But it is me. just such an incredible talk. What an amazing lady. And I just absolutely loved her take on feminism. And I think it was from, she's Nigerian and she's just got brilliant of her culture. Is obviously really anti-feminism and she talks about the struggles and the challenges that she has as a Nigerian woman and it is really really fascinating yeah, I think it is, and yeah. how she has to put caveats to that word feminism and, and what end, it means yeah. to her and that she's a feminism but she can be happy and she's mm, a feminist that wears lip gloss yeah and I think that like it gets going back to what that word means and we can be feminists and still like to have the door held open yeah. for us yeah. and we can still be feminists and, and I still like to for my husband to take me out on a date and yeah. he can pay for dinner like it's still kind yeah. of that's fine and it just we need to kind of yeah redefine that word Definitely. and for people to yeah be proud to be feminists and everybody should be feminists and it fits in like so nicely with like our name and stuff because loads of people are like oh you're like in an army or something or are you gonna kill us and we've like really want people to like get on board with the whole like I am a worry woman because so whether you've got like mental health and you've managed to like get out of bed today and you've had a shower or whether it's that just Charlie's <laughs> come here <laughs> Charlie's managed on a Friday night to like come here in the pouring room. I am a worry woman yeah. for that. Honestly, the the challenges she, yeah. were there today. She, she doesn't. She left. Her mum was making sausages. I know. I left, left sausages and mash at her. Flower seeds. So you are definitely a worry woman. Or you might have like set up your own business and be like president. It's like whatever you want to define it as. It's just about acknowledging that everyone's a worry woman. Some days I get to work and I think. I got to work on time today <laughs> and I got my son to his childcare on time. I got him dressed, I got me dressed, I got showered, I got us both out of the house and I got to work on time. And I think, what an achievement in itself. Yeah. And then I just think, well, I'm here. So that's me. 
being my warrior woman for the day. Yeah. But it's the small things as well as the big things, yeah. I think, that, like, make us all warrior women. So when this goes out and stuff, we will have done an International Women's Day talk, Charlie will have, for the National Assembly. And that is, like, one of the main parts of, about the talk is that we're all warrior women because yeah. we talk about that and stuff. I think that was like a really proud moment for us as well, wasn't it? To be asked to do that. Yeah. So it's an International Women's Day talk for the National Assembly of Wales. And I think that it kind of was really proud moment for us to even be asked to speak at something like that and to give our views and thoughts on it. Because usually we're the ones that are finding women and thinking like oh they're amazing let's ask them to speak so I definitely had like a bit of imposter syndrome when that happened and I definitely still do and I will do on the night (laughs) 100% and that's like I think something so common in women as well oh my god it's such a trait I don't what am I doing here why would earth would anybody want to listen to me speak that was my first thought. And then I thought, oh my God, I've got to have an opinion. And then I, when I thought about it, I was like, you do have an opinion. <laughs> you do have something to say. You know why you do what you do. Mm-hmm. So you do have every right to be yeah. up on that stage. You've created Warrior Women events and you've run them for two years. Like yeah. We've got every right to be up there. But it's such a female trait but straight away for all I did to feel like oh my god what am I gonna what like and I just we just said yes straight away because we're like if we say yes we'll overthink it and then we won't do it my first thought was oh there's gonna be about 20 or 30 speakers and it'll be sort of like a conference thing and there's actually just like warrior women events and then Sophie Ray and then Angel as well so there's just basically like three speakers and we were like, when we got the leaflet, we were like, what? I know, we when we saw... Be, that was like, my thought was like, oh, we're just going to be one of like 20 speakers. It's yeah. going to be like, fine. And then and then they like, sold out like so quick. Yeah. Not saying that was because of us, but also we were like, oh my God, that means people are actually oh going to go. It's like that whole imposter syndrome thing is, is something Huge. that we've definitely seen through running the event. It's a trait that runs through I'd say majority of the speakers that we've asked flattered and shocked that they even have been asked and we don't see it because we can see all the amazing things that they've done and achieved Mm. and we're like well why wouldn't we ask you why wouldn't we want you to stand up there and share your story everyone's got a story and everyone's got a journey Mm. and you've also created this amazing thing and yeah and like why wouldn't we ask you but they're always like have imposter syndrome yeah it is like a massive trait in women yeah definitely and like another thing was like that we're always like worrying that whatever subject we choose is gonna yeah just fall flat on its face yeah we're not gonna be able to get enough tickets sold and literally every single time we've sold out for like over a year now every single event and we every single event without fail go yeah what if this no there's something about this subject i'm not sure about it no every every single every single time and every single month we we're like counting the tickets coming in and we never just like sit back and just i think that shows that we care but i also think it's because there's that fear of failure which is 
another trait, female trait yeah. that I've seen because people are just scared of failing. Yeah. And we had a self-love talk last month and Andrea Callanan was the speaker and she really resonated with me in that talk because she really, really spoke about fear and why should we fear fear? Because we should embrace it and acknowledge that feeling and imagine what we could achieve if we didn't have fear yeah. stopping us. So this is what I keep thinking of this talk. Yeah. Is that I'm gonna embrace the fear and I'm gonna walk. What she said, she said if you've got to walk hand in hand with it and walk side by side with it so that you mm. can That was really funny actually, because I can't remember Andrea saying that, but I remember Elizabeth in the same one, Eliza Eliza, and she was saying that she said yes to the talk, to doing the talk, even though she was really scared because her word for 2020 was like fearless and that she was just gonna Mm. whatever came her way she was just gonna be like right I'm gonna be fearless about this and just take on new opportunities and say yes to more things and say no to other things and yeah like really take on that but I can't remember Andrew saying that but I can remember yeah that's interesting about the self-love thing there's definitely something in just saying yes and then figuring it out afterwards yeah Definitely. And that's what I think that with opportunities that come our way with Worry Women, we just say yes because you have to kind of say yes and go with yeah, it go and, and deal go with for it. it. Yeah, and like and that, feel, yeah. yeah, without and thinking too much. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah, like that's something I was like speaking about today. I was doing like a coffee morning and stuff. And one of the single parents has just um, left her job and she writes like housing sketches and stuff. And she was like, oh, I'm so scared because I've just left, left my job and I'm a bit worried about blah, mm. blah. And I was just saying, that's like the thing that I always take away from Warrior Women is that people just say, you've got to go for it. If yeah. you think always believe in something enough and you, you've literally just got to go for it. So. Yeah, always, always. And that you can, that yeah. you can do anything, really. You can, even if it's just starting that blog, like mm. there's always that fear of, or oh, what if I look stupid? Yeah. Like, what Who's if what this? no one's going to read that? There's loads of bloggers doing the same mm. thing. And what's the worst that could happen, mm. really? You start it yeah. and it doesn't go anywhere, but at least you started yeah, exactly. it. exactly. At least you went for it and at least you go for it. And I think that is, like, definitely, like, when I say I am a worry woman because, and I always think because I go for it, because I've gone for it. Yeah. I, like, think... Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to go for that. But and it's definitely it easier said than done <laughs> yeah. because I'm probably, like, the biggest worrier on the planet. And I always you. overthink. Oh, God, God yesterday the... I realised that I say, I worry, I worry, I worry. I'm worried about this, I'm worried okay. about that. So I definitely need to come up with a new word. But, however, I say that, but then I will do it. Like, I was actually, yeah. like, really worried about recording this podcast yeah. because it was so new and I've never done it before. But really, what's the worst Did that's it? gonna happen? And I don't stop talking. So actually, <laughs> podcasts probably. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know Amy's on this podcast as well? <laughs> so, Shh, Amy, I haven't finished. <laughs> as I was saying, gosh, I don't ever interrupt me again. As I was saying, I was really worried about doing this podcast. <laughs> But I knew that once I'd done it, I'd be really, really proud of yeah, myself doing it. it. 
Um, so I think there's definitely what as I've learned from the events is that you can do these things and yeah, the whole part of what is the worst that could happen? You might look like a dick or you might... Look fabulous. You might look fabulous. And loads of people might be thinking, oh, I wish actually I can have a go with that because that person did it and stuff. So we're going to end now. Yes. And we're going to ask... So the speakers that we've got coming up, we're going to ask them the same question to finish off. So I am a worry woman because... So I am a worry woman because... I go for things and <laughs> that's it. <laughs> you go, girl. <laughs> I didn't think it through. See, this is the difference between me and Amy, right? Amy, I always have to really think about yeah. things. And Amy doesn't. So. <laughs> I don't know. I, even though I knew this question, I still didn't. So when we're doing the talks in the evening, Charlie's like, the day before the talk, I'm really nervous. Why on earth do we even do events? And I'm like, he'll be fine. And then as soon as I actually get up and someone hands me the microphone, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so nervous. <laughs> like, save it all for that thing. And then I said in the many when I kept saying mummy, certain <laughs> just ridiculous stuff like that. So yeah, I'm a worry woman because I go for it. Nice. That is good though. And you do go for it, and I have to say, if you make me do stuff, because I would just sit there overthinking. Yeah, but then I would, like, go for stuff too much. So we're good balance. Yeah, I think so. So I'm going to go for one, like, a more of a something that's happened today, Ooh. because that's the whole thing, is you can be a worry woman for the smaller things, little, big or little. But mine is, I'm a worry woman today because I showed up today... <laughs> Against all odds, I showed up today against all odds, the rain, I had the sausage and mash at home, and recorded my first ever podcast. Well done. I have to say, it's been really, really, really lovely. For you. (laughs) No, it's been nice for me too. Next time, (laughs) it'll just be about me. (laughs) Who's on the next podcast? So the next podcast, we have got Sophie Howe, who is the Future Generations Commissioner, and she is awesome. There's no other word to describe her. She is amazing. Naomi's, like, fangirling so much she won't let me come along to join (laughs) it, but I don't know why. I'm like, no, stay at home. Can I speak? (laughs) I know. (laughs) I'm joking. Okay, so thanks, everyone. Thank you. It would be really good if you leave us a review, if you can follow us and all of those things. And where you can find us is worrywomenevents.co.uk or we're on Instagram, worrywomenevents. Twitter, we are worrywomenev. And then Facebook, we're worrywomenevents as well. So you can get us all there. And thanks for listening. Thank you.